Before we begin our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're recording on. For Cass, it's the Borogagal people, and for Haley, it's the Dharawal people. Now, a quick word from our unsponsored sponsors. Do you want to go to sleep with a different celebrity every night? Do you ever think of smothering someone but your pillow is too basic? Then we have the perfect pillowcases for you. Hero Huggers by Rani. Hero Huggers by Rani encourages testing on animals. According to the scientists at Drag Me Out University, they have proven results that people who purchase Hero Huggers by Rani improve their sleep by 83.768%. Phones are ringing off the hook with orders, so get yours now. Or alternatively, go to Hero Hookers by Rennie on Etsy. Sleep soundly knowing your heroes are right next to you. Hero Hookers by Rennie, where heroes lie. No animals were harmed during the making of this commercial. No one had dragged me out official as a science degree, but they have watched things about Scientology. No research has been done to support these statistics except our own biased opinion. Pillow not included. Ah, after 10,000 years, I'm free. It's time to conquer Earth. Hi there, this is not Jennifer Coolidge, and that was my audition for Rita Repulsa in the new Power Rangers Gay Force. It's all full of homosexuals. Anyways, I'm not sure if I can talk about that. So in the meantime, listen to Drag Me Out Official and talk about that with your friends. This video is not sponsored by Jennifer Coolidge or Power Rangers, but supported by a flaming Midwestern homosexual with nothing better to do at this time. And listen to the podcast, dumbass. Just for the record, record, ego. Let us down. Yeah. We never get to see a second look from ego. Good thing we love ego. Otherwise, you know, we'd be offended. Busy homos. What are you going to do, right? Everybody, welcome to Drag Me Out. I'm Cass. I'm Haley. And we're going to talk our usual shit for however long Haley can be bothered to edit. And I don't know if you realize, but we switched positions back last week or the week before. I was it was the other back. way. And it was really, it's really difficult when I was actually uh, watching for quality purposes <laughs> um, because I'm so used to looking at the left-hand side of the TV screen when I look at it. I had to look at the right-hand shot. <laughs> threw me off. I just wanted to see if you noticed. <laughs> oh, I noticed. I noticed. I'm like, this isn't right. <laughs> I don't know why it's like I put you on the left. It's the same as like when I go to the gym, I always choose like a specific machine and that's my machine. So when I go, that's, that's how I'm going there. Well, see, I think I've said this to you before that when I go to the bathroom, if there's multiple stores, I, I go into the third store. Yeah. I'm the same at like work. Like I have like my store. That's, yeah. that's what I go to. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I, we're creatures of habit. That's what it is. Yeah. I do the, I do the same thing at my, this new office now. I, um, the same store. Well, so and much just happened. So much has happened. As in? Oh, we've got 
two episodes of Only Murders in the Building. We've got mm-hmm. RuPaul's Drag Race UK to mm-hmm. talk about. Mm-hmm. So much. Lots of stuff happened. Lots of stuff happened. I know. You watch. We'll still manage to get it in on the hour. Yeah. The one thing I did notice, though, before we go into weeks and musings and all of that other stuff, mm-hmm. the one thing that I did notice was that there was only one competitor on Drag Race UK that had a three-word name. So I should be good. I even wrote in my notes after the three-word name, Cass, you're going to struggle with this. I'm going to try and drill it into your brain. (laughs) Miss. Something Mm -hmm. to do with Beyonce. Carter. Something Carter. Miss Naomi Carter. No, that's not the three. Is that the three word one? I thought that was oh, the I don't know. Word one. No, oh, there's a three. Then see, there's there's Miss Naomi Carter. I don't I don't think that Miss is a three word name. Well, but that's the only one that's got something like that. Well, look Alexis at Saint Isabel Pete. Brooks. Oh, I'm gonna struggle. There's <laughs> I, two. Um, think about snake. Snakes, the ASP, ASP, Alexis St. Pete, ASP. I'm just going to call it ASP. Yeah, that's fine also. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So how have you you been? What have you been doing? Who have you been doing it with? How's Uh, the new house? New house is good. Mm. The funny thing when you get your own house and then you get to do what you want to it, but then you work so much because you have a mortgage and you've got to pay that off, but you don't actually have time to do anything that you want to it. That's also fun. I still don't have my study nook yet, but I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. The space is there. I just have to obviously go to Bunnings, get a few little things, borrow someone's nail gun. It'll be in the coming weeks, probably in the new year, not going to lie, because um, I'll have annual leave and try and do some stuff. But, yeah, so it's just been working I already fucked up our first mortgage repayment. <laughs> so I think they're rectifying that tomorrow. My bad. Are you getting full closure notices already? No, I paid double and I didn't mean to. <laughs> and because of the That's redraw okay. function. You just don't pay next time. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the money that we need to live off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So, it's always something, right? You know, $11 just might not cut it the next fortnight. But we'll fix it. And anybody you said they'll fix it. It just might take a little while just because of public holiday and stuff. So, right. Right. But yeah, other than that, your week, how was your week? Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Went for some swimmies. Uh, What else did I do? Went to work. Um, Lived my best life. Um... Hmm. That's all. Oh. Nothing really has happened over the last couple of weeks. I feel I've been doing because I've been doing stuff around the house, but I've been binge watching seasons of things as I'm. Mm-hmm. So I've watched a lot of shows, a lot of good shows. Wilderness on Amazon Prime, really fucking good. And Caught on Stan was okay but quite funny it had iconic people in it you need to just watch it it's it's Australian support oh my god it's so windy outside right now 
Mm-hmm. Um, I learned some new things that I was going to go yeah. into my musings and more like some observations being okay. around in public. Um, I am known to skimp on stuff, clothing, but I never, and every woman, actually, no, every woman, man, or non-binary, whatever you want to call yourself, do not skimp out on tights. Tights. Nothing worth, nothing worse than looking at someone and they've got cheap tights. You can see what underwear they've got underneath. You can see like the outline of the badge or the moose knuckle. No one needs to see that. No one needs to see your camel toe. No, it's a faux pas. Yeah, don't skimp on tights. I'll remember running, that if I ever have tight. to buy them. I didn't feel that you would, but also when it was those really two hot days, um, I realized that I don't own swimmers anymore because ah. the swimmers I do own. Too big? Yeah. Might as well be a sailboat. So mm. I had to buy new swimmers. I couldn't go swimming. I didn't have anything to go swimming in. So I had to wait for them to arrive. Um, what else happened? Oh, so my husband went skydiving, you know, one of my many attempts to end his life. Yeah, correct. I can't say that in case they use it against me somehow. No, um, no, he asked does, me. Cause, does that make me a conspirator? Um, I think so. Yeah, I've lived know. a good life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Um, so he went skydiving and I don't, have you been skydiving before? Have you looked I have it? not. I have looked into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that turned me off for a very, very long time is that there are weight restrictions. So there are weight restrictions. However, you can do it, but you just pay a fat tax. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not tight ass. I'm not going to pay a fat well, tax. Well, that's what I found funny because my husband asked me, he goes, oh, what weight was I when I went skydiving? And I'm like, when I booked it, I thought he was under the fat tax and then he went and he had to pay a little little fat tax but yes I was the same I never went skydiving because I knew that they weighed you my high school boyfriend did it and he was quite fit so he got paid yeah my wife skydived a few times Mm, not a fan no I mean the idea of just you know jumping out of a plane a a good plane yeah I mean kind of spits in the face of the safety demonstration doesn't it (laughs) And then I found out, do you know what paprika is made out of? Isn't it um, capsicum? Yes, didn't know that. Turns out I did. I don't think I ever thought about it. It's dried and crushed um, capsicum. Yeah, and then they use the different ones to make the different flavors of paprika. Mm Mm-hmm. Why is it that when you watch somebody or something reminds you of something sour and your mouth salivates? Like mine is now thinking about watching that girl eat the really sour lolly on TikTok. Um, obviously a subconscious thing, but I'll, I'll say this. I am salivating because the green apple Jolly Rancher that I've got in my mouth now. Mm-hmm. It was a bit tight. So, be, but it's, it's like when people, other people yawn and you yawn. Like it's, it's weird. Mm. 
subliminal. Is it subliminal? That was word, subconscious, subliminal. I don't know. Subliminal. Sub, sub, no, I'm not, I'm not going to say that word because that's annoying. That was my musings this week. Fat <clears> tax. <throat> don't buy cheap tights. Paprika and sour things. Why does it make you salivate? I uh, don't know. That'd be a scientific question that we would have to Google. No, I don't want to. I don't want to know. I don't so, want to either. What is your new, your new things for us to learn after facts? So, did you know that there were female gladiators in ancient Rome? You know, that's a trend on TikTok at the moment, asking your husband how, how much he thinks about the Roman times. Apparently, it's quite often. Yeah, I saw that the other day. Yeah. So I, I didn't see it on TikTok. It. I saw it somewhere else. Yeah, but yeah, there were female gladiators in ancient Rome. And gladiators starting soon. The zealous. I didn't even see the cast. I just saw Gladiator. <laughs> I was like, I'm the in. The zealous is one of the hosts. I'm in. I'm in. Say no more. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, forks were seen um, something and sacrilegious. I can't read my writing. <laughs> were seen to basically be sacrilegious because they were uh, considered artificial hands in the 11th century. Like, for, like forks. Forks. Oh, I would have said like it looks like, you know, the devil's. Yeah, no. They were, okay. They were considered like artificial hands, so they were therefore sacrilegious. And apparently that went up to like the 18th century in, in like England and stuff. So. It just proves that anyone that's religious is a moron. But anyway, go on. Mm-hmm. This one, this one tickled my, my funny bone. The movie Psycho. Mm-hmm. Was the first movie to ever have a flushing toilet. <laughs> okay. Brady Bunch didn't even have a toilet. The boys and the girls shared a bathroom. Whenever they did the scenes in the bathroom, there was no toilet. <laughs> and then Psycho was the first movie to have a flushing one. Here's one. A little bit sad, okay? In Switzerland, it's illegal to own just one guinea pig because they're a social animal and can easily feel lonely and depressed. Aww. So when you buy a guinea pig in Switzerland, you have to buy two. That should be everywhere. That's why i got two dogs. I feel that so you each had someone to cuddle. Uh, actually, it was more that uh, Winnie was watching the Olympics and we were working and I turned around and went, oh, he looks so sad laying there on the lounge watching the TV on his own. We should get him a friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the second last one is cheerophobia is the irrational fear of fun or happiness, which I believe you have. Yeah, probably. cheerophobia, cheerophobia. Just same. And the last one. Did you know that most people fart fourteen to twenty-three times a day? Now, yes, I do that all the time. I think I went above average yesterday. 
Oh, I'm pretty on par with average. However, I did get out of my car and then thought that no one was around. And it was like like three o'clock in the morning. I was walking walking into work and I've just let this monster out. Like I'm pretty sure like there was a grizzly bear. And I just heard this guy cough at the security gate. (laughs) He was coughing because you clouded his lungs with your methane. Fucking gas. That's too funny. There's nothing worse, especially since we've had the surgery. There is sometimes you just can't hold it in. So when something makes me laugh, I have to make sure I laugh extra loud <laughs> to cover up the funny. <laughs> See, I can hold it if I have to, uh-huh. but I'm I'm more free now. I'm more like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. But sometimes I'm like, this is going to be a punishing one. I need to like go step outside. <laughs> <laughs> My husband doesn't care no matter where we are. Like he'll just crop dust the shit out of anyone. You don't care. <laughs> I will never, ever, ever forget the night I was working. We were working at the casino, and there it was that one of the dickhead poker players. And you know how they loved eating that like stupid cob salad. Yeah. And um, Stewie, one of the other supervisors, remember HD Stewie? Mm. He goes like this. <laughs> there was about three of them eating the cob salad. <laughs> he goes, "Which one do you want me to crop dust?" <laughs> So we pointed to fucking whatever is, uh, God, he's dead now. Uh, is it the one who had the kidney? Saunders. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, Trevor. <laughs> Trevor Saunders. We go, uh, Trevor, and he goes, yeah, no worries. So as Trevor goes to eat a mouthful of this <laughs> fucking stewing crop dust and walks off. <laughs> and just kind of giving us a little thumbs up when he walks down the other end of the pit. <laughs> Oh, my pancreas. Do you have a pancreas? I do. Do it. It's going to be about driving again. Okay. Because I feel that this is now a PSA. People need to listen. Yep. Now that I I live a bit further, however, it's all expressway. Jump straight on the expressway, off I go. So it only works at like... Between here and my old house, it's like a 15-minute drive. However, between here and work, it's only a six-minute difference because it's all highway running. Yep. So anyway, so I drive a lot of expressways. Now, my whole whole beef is with the New South Wales government. Who taught you how to build roads? Who taught you? The Romans. We thought about Romans. Anyway. Who said that we bottleneck and we add another lane and we bottleneck and we add another lane and we bottleneck? What does that do? Oh, you mean the overtaking lanes? So what they'll do is they'll add a merging lane. Mm-hmm. They'll leave that for, I don't know, 300 meters. Then they'll cut it off. There's plenty of space for it. Could have stayed. So all these people that panic about merging, it's also my qualms with the New South Wales government. Who is giving these people their licenses? If you can't merge, fuck off. You cannot meet the speed, fuck off. This is one of my pancreas moments from ages back, you know. I know, but 
well, mine's not merging in particular. It's the people that want to stay in the fast lane. And I know we've, I think we've spoken about this before, maybe slow, but I have to go further into it because it's actually causing me to have a mental breakdown. I feel. Okay. I came this close to, you know how sometimes cars have like business numbers on it, like company numbers. Yeah. I'm this close to calling that mobile number in front of me being like, can you move the <laughs> fuck out the way? <laughs> if my driving's a problem, please contact this number. <laughs> you're, you're, you're on your like, you're fucking hands free. on your phone going, Yeah. And you need to fucking give him a phone call right now because I need him to fucking move faster. He's in the fucking fast lane. If it's like a 1-800-1-800 number, I'll give you the fucking number plate and you can call him, tell him to move the fuck over because he's been doing exactly. 20 under for the last uh-huh. 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Yep. Like there was a pay plate in front of me and I flashed her because I flashed once, let him register, see what they're doing, let him move over. They don't do it. I'll flash him again. That's the second warning. Third warning, a bee patcher. A bee patcher. Mm-hmm. This bee plater beeped at twice. No fucking clue. Absolutely no idea. I could see her little fucking head in front of me turning to talk to the passenger next to her and also swerving all over the road, by the way, so that's why I didn't want to get anywhere near her. But, like, there's usually one car holding up 20 cars that want to go past this car. Like, just fuck off to the next lane. Oh, does my head in. The eternal struggle. I can hear creepy children. Hold on. I guess Leo laughing at himself. (laughs) But, oh, it's just like, well, the last two days have been bad because it's long weekend and everyone needs to drive. But what gets me is, People are like, it's, you know, bumper to bumper. And then all of a sudden you get out of it and it's all free. And I'm like looking for a car accident. I'm like, where, mm-hmm. where, where is this car accident? Nothing. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't get it. I need uh-huh. a bypass for the bypass because there's just fucking traffic everywhere. Like all the people that don't know how to drive, drive on weekends. It's the same as people who catch public transport on weekends. It's like they forget how to be a human. Oh, okay for that. Oh, no, the train's okay, coming from the other way, you dickhead. <laughs> God. Anyway, just stay in the fucking left lane. If I want to speed, it's my business. My exactly. business. You're the one who's paying the fine. No, because I only go as fast as the one in front, and he got done. And <laughs> I was like, see ya. <laughs> Oh, look over there. It's the cops. <laughs> I saw on the ways up that there was a cop in about 50 meters. So I like slam my brakes on and he gets done by the cop. And I was like, oh, hi. <laughs> Guess you're not in a hurry now. It's, see, the cops catching somebody speeding and traffic lights are always the great equalizer. Because mm. my one of my pet peeves, I must have just used this as my fucking pancreas, is mm. the one who... You're doing, you're in like 110, 105, 110 zone. What, what are our zones? 100 and 110. <laughs> and you're doing like 102 in a hundred zone or whatever. And dickhead behind you is doing 110. And he can see that you can't get in, out of the lane. Mm. So they get up like really, really, really close to you. And then 
they they see the break in the next lane, so they decide to go around it and then go around you, and they end up just one car in front of yeah. they just end up in front of you. And it's like, why? Yeah. Why did you go to all that effort? Or the best one is when they take off like a shot, and you go, okay, well, I don't have to worry about that fuckball anymore. And then you get to a set of traffic lights, and they're sitting there as the third car, and you pull up just behind them, and you're like, yeah. Does that make you feel better? Yeah, I hope that makes you feel better. All the ones that finally get out of the way, get into the left lane, but then speed up anyway. Right. Like, um, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you people? Uh, Shitty driving. Yeah, I, don't, I don't really have a pancreas moment. Coffee wankers. Um, are becoming a big problem for me. People who believe themselves aficionados of coffee. Look, I have, I have a lot of, it's not that they believe that they're aficionados, but they do have certain coffee spots, but being in shift work, you need. But it's not even that. No, that's just a bit weird. It's not even that. What it is. Excuse me while I eat another Jolly Ranger. So just... what it is is they go, I'm not going to go to that coffee shop because the coffee is bad there. I'm not going to go to this shop, coffee shop because the coffee is bad there. As somebody who doesn't drink coffee, everything tastes and smells the same to me as far as I'm concerned. So it doesn't bother me. It, like it doesn't, it's not a thing for me. But they'll be like, and the only reason why I say that is because I actually heard a coffee wanker say this in the coffee shop that's downstairs in my office building. He turned around and he goes, I only come to this coffee shop because it's the closest to my office and I'm actually in a hurry. Otherwise, I would be going to coffee shop XYZ. And it's like, it's a stimulant. It tastes like shit. And all of a sudden you're a connoisseur. What are you, the fucking sommelier of caffeine? You're just drinking dirty bean juice. Don't try and... It's dirty dishwater with milk and sugar in it. I get that, like, because I used to cold drip coffee because it takes that bitterness out. Um, but I'm a bit, I, I don't know, I add a lot of sugar to mine to make it more sweeter because it's just coffee's just really bitter. But I do know the difference between cheap-ass coffee and, like, an actually nice made coffee. But I don't care because I don't really drink it anymore. So... But yes, don't be a wanker. Don't be a coffee wanker. Don't be a coffee wanker. I'm like the best bean you can get is like cat poop, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So like. You've got to wonder about that person, right? <laughs> yep. But yeah, I mean, it's not a big pancreas thing. I think I'm stretching because I don't actually have any issues right now. Just surprising. But I know, right? Um. I think it's because I've just basically walked around oblivious to the world for the last two weeks. I'm just like, la di da di da. Let's just. I've tried to. They just get in my way, particularly on the highway. Plus, it doesn't help that I only go into the office twice a week. Yeah. And then when I'm not going into the office, I haven't really been going anywhere because, like, you know, just been chilling. Just chilling and killing. Pancreas bursted. You know? I think it's that time that we need to talk about 
two episodes, very revealing episodes of Only Murders in the Building. Mm-hmm. A Meryl's lot happened. Back. A lot happened in the last. It is a lot to weeks. unpack. So we went through episode. So we went to episode eight, where um, you find out that how close was I though? Cass was very close. Cass was very close. But that's that they tried to do that. They tried to throw you in that direction of her being Ben's mother, but Loretta is Dickie's mother. So, yep. and then you, it all makes sense now. You know. It, all the conversations make sense. All the the way that she was acting makes sense. The awesome detective comes back this episode. Yes. Then she disappears again in episode nine. But anyway. Um, so they go to arrest Dickie for the murder. And Loretta confesses. Meryl throws herself on the grenade. As soon as she did that, I was like, she didn't do it. She's just trying to save Dickie. Oh, of course she did. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. So She's looking, looking after a baby boy. Yeah. And then Oliver, you know, has a, I don't know. Oh, it, it did it again. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I was, I was just like, no, not again. Don't do that to him. I like they're gearing to kill him off. Don't do that. I can't. Don't do that. I don't think they will, but it's like they like I don't know. But yeah, so that was that was a lot in that episode. It was a lot. I'm kind of over the play. Not gonna lie, I'm over hearing about it. I'm over seeing it. I'm like <laughs> theory, mm. theory. Courtesy of a work colleague of mine who wants to be known as A. Um, I affectionately refer to her as uh, Taylor Swift's stalker. Because um, uh, she's a astronomical Tay Tay fan. Here is the theory, all right, and I'm I'm seventy percent on board. The play is about triplets, right? I don't even know what the play the, is about. No, I don't well, know. It's what death, it's about. death rattle. It's about uh, baby triplets that are like the suspects in a murder. Okay. Here is the theory from uh, Taylor Swift stalker. What if there are three murderers? Mm. Three murderers, but they weren't aware of the other murderers. What if? But what was the third attempt? Ah, what if when we find out in this, we find out what could possibly be the reveal in the ninth episode for the tenth episode? What if it's the uh, family duo that murderers two and three, mm. and whoever tried to do it the first time? We already know who tried to do it the first time. Do we? Remember episode nine. Now, let's just unpack that for a second, please. Mm -hmm. When they started to suspect that it could be that person, there was a line in there, something about a phone call about a Norwegian red herring. And then they started to go down that road. 
red herring is another way of saying we're throwing you off the scent. So could they be doing that to get us to think that way and then it possibly not being that person or the other person comes into it? Well, basically they put the story together. So whether or not, okay, well, we'll go into episode nine because we're going to talk about it anyway. Spoiler alert. So Oliver is alive, wakes up in hospital. They decide that they're going to be murder squad. Um, because I think Oliver's just doing it so they can get back to his play. Um, the brother didn't do it. Loretta didn't do it. Ben was a sewer, plot twist, and with the five whores, and they came to the conclusion that Donna poisoned the biscuit. So for anybody who's actually been following along with this, Donna is the producer's mother. Yeah, they're creepy. Yeah. So here's the thing, right? So whoever tried to kill him the first, the um, the cookie, the cookie, Donna, and two people possibly push him down the elevator shaft. That would be the three. Okay. So would that mean that the brother, the son did it with someone else? Do you think the son would? I just I feel that the son would have no idea that they were putting in a bad review about that's what. Um, okay, Alex? so let's take him out of it then, all right? But what if there were two who pushed him down the elevator shaft? Hmm. we don't know the alibis yet. We only know the alibis of everyone up until curtain call and then we don't know afterwards. Yeah. So is this episode the last episode, episode 10? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So it will all be revealed. All be revealed. When this episode goes to air, about an hour after it goes to air, we're going to know who did it. We're going to know who done did it. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm still, don't know. Like a, a, That's what I'm saying. Like, like the red herring, like it's to throw us off. Cause like this one's been one where everybody had a reason to do it. Yeah. Including it's usually Charles. how whodunits work though. Yeah. But including Charles, including one of our protagonists. Could have been an accident. After the poisoning. Well, like you said, uh, you know, poisoning is a very female thing to do, mm-hmm. whereas violence or physical violence is usually geared towards men. Let's move the triplet theory aside, the mm-hmm. three killers theory aside. Okay. Donna poisons. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe the son finds out. Maybe they're fearful that Ben is going to go and tell the police or whatever it is. So then they seize the opportunity while they're at Oliver's apartment. Or just a completely 
random gas. He goes to get in the elevator. The elevator's not there. He's talking to Charles and he goes to fall and Charles tries to catch him but can't. Yeah, but Charles would have said something. You think? Because he did punch him. True, but what if it turns out that he just tripped? That's what I mean. Like, yeah. But Charles was there. So Charles was there and, like, he didn't want to because people saw him punch Ben. Maybe. And then it's, maybe, you know. Maybe Meryl did do it. Maybe Dickie did do it. Maybe they all did it. Maybe they were all just standing up there and just pushed them down. Who knows? Maybe it was like uh, Murder on the Orient Express where everybody did it. I haven't watched that. Ruined it. Just kidding. Still good. But, yeah, so I think the sewing thing was cute, though. <laughs> I can't lie. Yeah. I like those ladies. Yeah, they were cool. Yeah. I'd, I'd want to know them, too. And did you get the, oh, I know you would have, but you got the Father of the Brides reference. <laughs> sure like, did. Oh, I was supposed to watch that. <laughs> Didn't have time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so. Episode 10's coming. Make sure you tune in and then tune in to us because we'll talk about it. See if we were right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tobit's back off. Yeah, I don't know where he... Uh... He's back off it. I just... It could have been anybody. I know that's stupid, but it could have been anybody. Everybody had motive. Guy was a bit of a I tell you what though, I'm never gonna look at a cookie the same way again. The way he reacted after he ate it. Not only that though, like the way he ate it just literally turned me off cookies. Yeah. But then his behavior after he ate it and my and I was like, uh no, 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 no cookies for me now. I don't really like cookies anyway. I only like them if they're soft. Subway cookies? Mm. Mm. So, RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Season five. Premiered. Does it come out on Fridays or Saturdays? came out on Fridays. You know what? I didn't even realize it was starting when it started. I just happened to finish work, turn on the TV, went to stand and went, oh, my God. Mm. I did the same thing. It started this week. Yay. Did the same thing. I watch, I go through. I double check if I've missed any episodes of anything on my streaming platforms because the ones that release weekly. And then I saw Stan and I was like, oh, I've watched that. And I actually watched that today. Mm-hmm. Um, Saved it. I'm in. I'm in already. I'm in already. Yeah. Um, I have uh, two favorites. Let's just, let's, we'll get to that. But I'm just yeah. saying, so I remember, I've got two favorites. I've got two favorites as well. Okay, cool. So, Oh, okay. So the first part with the winner, they only get a digital series. There's no cash prize. Yeah, because it's the BBC. They've never won cash prizes because the BBC, I believe, is funded by the government. Okay. So if you're a competition winner on the BBC, it's like the Great British Bake Off. They don't win money. Oh, I thought most of them were celebrities. No, no. So the BBC don't pay for reality competition winners or something like that. It's got something to do with the fact that it's financed by the government because it's the British board, British Broadcasting Company. 
Um, people are going to correct me. Channel? No, I think it's a British Broadcasting Company. Oh, okay. Because there's like BBC One, BBC Two, BBC Three, BBC Four, BBC Radio. So it'll be a company, not a channel. Um, so, yeah, so if you're like a TV presenter or you're whatever, you obviously get paid because that's your job. So, um, yeah, uh, UK winners, they've never gotten cash. That was the whole thing, Vivian in All Star. She's like, I'm fi- I've finally won cash. British Broadcasting Corporation. Close enough. I was closer than your fucking channel. It makes sense. It's a TV show. Anyway, so we had first first girl walks in, Tamara Thomas. I was like, yes. Yes, Tamara. Then we had Banksy. Skinny little mermaid dominatrix happening. Very naked. We had Miss Naomi Carter uh, in the purple. Yep. We had Michael Maruli. We had Kate Butch. Mm-hmm. Kind of gave me like Vendela Creme vibes. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought too. Harry Potter character went out of drag. Um, okay. Um, just like a little British boy out of drag. Um, then we had Caramel. OMG. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, okay. Um, also, how did they not know that their roommate was going to RuPaul's Drag Race? I was trying to th- once we figured that out that they were roommates, I was like, how did they keep that a They didn't. No. They couldn't have. No. What if you were like, okay, I'm going. Can you look after the pets? So like, yeah, sure, no worries, and then leave, and then pets are just dead now. Because no one's home to look after them. They can see they'd be packing for drag. They'd be sewing. There's no way that drag queens keep their mouths shut that they go on a RuPaul's Drag Race. We already know they don't, even when the people who don't live together. Hmm. So anyway, um, Mm -hmm. Ginger Johnson gave me Kasha Davis vibes. Same. D-Delicious. She was beat. Great makeup. Gave me uh, Ashley Madison vibes, if it's the one I'm thinking of. No, I thought her drag was much better. No, I'm talking personality. Mm, maybe. Yeah. Um, Vicky Vivacious. Um, first Cornish girl. Where are they from? Are they from Corn? Is that a place? Cornwall. Cornwall. Okay. Is that is that a country? No. Cornwall is a part of uh, England. It's like a beachside place. It's very, very lovely. Lots of people go there for holidays. Oh, okay. Uh, the great, fantastic, wonderful, immensely talented Dawn French lives in Cornwall. Right. And then your last, your favourite, Alexis St. Pete, Asp. Asp. Now. Yeah. Um, the first Polish. Polish. Yeah. First Polish contestant ever on any drag race ever. Bless. So who's your favourites? Uh, Ginger Johnson and Caramel. Okay, so mine's Caramel and Vicky Vibations. Okay. Uh, jury's still out on Vicky for me, but I'm glad that we agree on Caramel. Mm-hmm. So they walk in, they enter and say their stupid stuff. Um. 
to find out that they were actually being judged on it. I loved it. Loved every bit of it. I was like, great twist. Well done, you Ripple. So a very valuable lesson to anybody who, (laughs) to our many many, uh, fans and listeners and viewers. Um, if you're going to go on RuPaul's Drag Race, you need to do it from the moment you get there. Like you need to nail that fucking entry. You got to be judged on it anyway by us and by people who did pit stop and all of that other stuff. But they could turn on. They could they could do what they've done on UK and you get judged on it as part of whether or not you stay or go for the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they did their little runway, mm-hmm. brought all the biggins back. I would like to say that that dress, as simplistic as it was, and very 1960s, the Ginger Johnson dress, the floral dress, was beautiful. And she, she made it herself. Yeah. She was a seamstress. And, uh-huh. And uh, Caramel was great. Mm-hmm. Her entrance killed everybody. Oh, her entrance, entrance was slight Queen Kong vibes, but I you was know. getting Sasha Colby slash Queen Kong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna throw in the Sasha Colby as well, but that's I think that's the trans thing. Hmm. Um, well, see, I didn't know she was trans when I thought that. Right. So all yeah, I was so, getting was yes, uh, Sasha Colby slash Queen Kong. And uh Caramel is from Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't mind that. Um, uh, she was great. So then the other twist was anybody whose name was called was safe and anybody who stayed on the stage was in the top. So no one was going home. RuPaul has decided that RuPaul just needs to see a little bit more before RuPaul makes the decisions. Because how which, much can you tell off a fashion show and a small little runway? That's why I've always had a problem with eliminations in a first episode, regardless of the show. I reckon it should be up until the third episode, to be honest. You should have the fashion and the little entertainment part. Then you should do maybe an acting challenge because acting challenges where you can see people. Um, And as a drag queen, you got to be able to act. Speaking of which, I've been really into Tabitha's Takeover on YouTube. It's on Banji reality, all the episodes are on YouTube. Season five, episode two, they do a VIP nightclub and Mayhem Miller and Morgan McMichaels are actually on it. Cool. So they perform at the VIP nightclub and Morgan McMichaels does a show and she does Tabitha in drag. It's very good. Banji reality. Watch that. But it's it's so, it's so good. I love seeing like all the hairs from like the hair from and and fashion from like early. 90s. I was I was watching and I've watched it a couple of times. But I was watching Lip Sync Battle on YouTube, and Nisi no not Nisi Nan, uh, Nini Leaks mm-hmm. did RuPaul's Supermodel, and while she was lip syncing to it, drag queens walked out, and one of them was Mayhem Miller. Do you want to have a go at your child? 
Well, a lot of the real world, um, real housewives, I watch a few of them, not all of them, but I watch a few of them. And a lot of the earlier seasons, you do see a lot of the drag queens that sort of pop in and out. Like I've seen a few drag queens that I'm like, mm. I know who that is. And like, but like they're not, no one knows who they are yet. So they're just kind mm. of, but yeah. So I've seen a few drag queens in a lot of those shows. Mm. Um, probably why they get picked up too. Probably. So then we had the lip sync between no. Vicky Vivacious mm-hmm. and Caramel. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with the winner. Who was the winner? Vicky. Yeah, I thought it was Vicky. Um, I, just... I do not agree with it at all. At all. I believe Caramel uh, should have won that. Mm, potato, potato. They're no. not winning anything. No, but they get the Rupita badge. Oh, they do that, this one, do that, don't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they're both my favourites, so I don't really care. So... Putting caramel in the top three. Can't figure out the other two yet. Um, I think Vicky may have just had a good week. I don't know. I think caramel is going to be consistent. I need to see an acting challenge before I give my top three. Well, I just need to see the others perform yeah. in some way. Then might have some kind of an idea on who might stay, but like we didn't actually see a lot of them even though no. i don't know it just it felt short because they try and squeeze the untucked in as well so but don't forget the, with the runway they had some of the uh famous international queens yeah. on your jimbos uh love a jimbo schminty drop um Is he in there? the one that annoys us all the time Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Yeah. Man, she'll go to the opening of a car door. Hey, anytime RuPaul snaps a finger, Silky's there, right? Wouldn't you? Free trip to UK, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, I probably would. Um, also, in. <laughs> also, so the digital series, I don't know what happened with the other ones, but Danny Beard is doing... Um, it's a recap show called The Aftershave. So what's it's a recap other, on the What's the other four seasons theme? That's what I'm saying. I don't know what the other four seasons were, but I know that Danny Beard is doing The Aftershave because I watched it the other day. Okay. Yeah. Danny Beard's so cute. I love Danny and we're gonna, And we're not going to have Danny Beard as the winner for much longer. No, but that's okay. Because Caramel is going to probably take it and take over. You know? No, I don't know. I think Caramel is clearly, even though she didn't win the lip sync, is clearly the one to beat. But is Caramel the UK's Hollywood star? I was just thinking that. So um, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race uh, UK Season 5, mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. 
Um, I think it's it wasn't we like had such a shitty fucking last season. <laughs> I well, no, last year you gave us Danny Beard and Cheddar Gorgeous. No, 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 no. The last season that we just watched. Oh, Down Under. Yeah. Because I was only in it for the drama and the drama faded out real quick. Yes, it did. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm totes in. I'm um, team Caramel, team Ginger Johnson right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the previews for next week's. What's next week's? I missed it. Uh, I don't know exactly what the challenges are or anything, oh, okay. but there's there's a bit of argumentative behavior yeah that happens especially when they you know they eat together they live together they work together it's gonna happen yeah so uh let's just wrap this up into a nice little bow shall we Mm -hmm. Uh, any up-and-coming drag queens uh want to come on that's great uh ego we still love you uh even though uh we got stood up um with let me just check oh no apology okay fair enough um let's just check out my phone and there were actually messages from jack um any up-and-coming drag queens want to come onto the show, uh, slide into the DMs on Insta at Drag Me Out Official. Don't forget to go to our website, dragmeoutofficial.com.au. I think the shop's still going. I don't know. Uh, if uh, No, it's not. Okay, well, then strike that. Reverse it. Um, uh, hit us up in the DMs if you want to buy a game. A game. Because I got them sitting on a box next to me. Um, anything else, Haley? Have I got, have I forgotten anything? Next week we will review the season finale of Only Murders in the Building. We finally get to find out who killed Paul Rudd. Um, Ben. (laughs) Um, and RuPaul's Drag Race season five UK. Uh, Boggle's a really good game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Boggle's a good game. Those are my parting words. Okay. And we will see everybody the next time we record Drag Me Out. Bye-bye, everybody. Ba 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 